Greetings, PodFix Nation, fantasy sports fanatics. Welcome to Piff Weekly, your one and only source recapping all of the week's action in the PodFix Football Federation exclusively on PodFix Presents. Subscribe today uh, to keep up with all of uh, the ongoings. Root for your favorite no. team. Um, no. Kevin, what, no, 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 what's no. the problem over there? We are not just going to roll in like this as some simple normal episode. Okay, well, good, because it's it's not just a simple episode. It's going to be a double-up episode. We're going to cover the past two weeks of Federation action. And why is that? Where the hell was everyone last week? Or did you all forget that IT installed an auto-timer that turns my systems on prior to recording time? Uh, well, we were all out because of Thanksgiving. I mean, Sal had everyone over to his place for his famous traducan. Uh, there's me, there's Shep, the team owners. I mean, even the two IT guys, now that I think about it, they were hanging out too. They never mentioned anything about an auto start. Um, I mean, you don't need any how, so, I mean, you really wouldn't have needed anything, right? Once again, you show all the sensitivity of a blunt axe. Just because I don't eat turd. What the hell did you call it again? You know what? Never mind. Just because I don't eat, doesn't mean I don't enjoy good conversation. A stimulated mind helps pass the time. Well, I look, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, pal. I'm, I, do you want me to make sure to get you on, uh, add out to the Christmas party list? Christmas party? What the hell? I'm glad I said something now. Okay, sure. Uh, sure. Let's, um, let's discuss logistics later. But let's kind of get through the episode. We got two weeks worth of stuff, and uh, we're behind schedule. So uh, let's, let's knock it out here during this recording window, okay? Oh, let me guess. Chad has it booked again for his poetry recitals. Uh, actually, I think DeVos is recording a fancy football advice show of some sort. Um, anyway, uh, enough about Chris. Well, you know what? Well, wait. Let's let's just jump right into the first half of the show. Uh, recapping from two weeks ago, a.k.a. week 11. And we'll just cover Sports Ball 42 versus It's Not Rocket Surgery right away. Sure. Good to get the chicken wing wonder out of the way early. Kinda like he probably thought he did with rocket surgery. Cook and Connor were a solid 1-2 punch in the backfield with 29 total points. Even the starting wideouts were pretty balanced. Williams with 20 Federation points and more with 16 more. Uh, the real difference in me came down to two positions. First, SB42 kicker uh, Koo missed his only attempt of the day. I mean, it's a 50-yarder, but still got a goose egg there. Uh, Folk, on the other hand, put up an impressive 13 points at the same spot for rocket surgery. And then Josh Allen, who uh, started the season very, very impressive. Uh, he nearly got doubled up by A.A. Ron Rogers. Uh, it was a nice showing for the Liams and potentially spoiling some postseason potential. Speaking of spoiled potentials, Sal and Chagrin's grabbed an easy Week 11 win over your pop-up film cans. Even with a handful of missing players on his roster, Sal has the golden boy who had 307 yards passing, two touchdowns for 25 Federation points. You, on the other hand, had a garbage fire of an outing. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I can't disagree. The game was there for the taking. I mean, Mahomes had his worst game of the year. Uh, with injuries and bye weeks, you know, I, I got stuck with Adrian Peterson as an extra option at running back. I, I mean, that's that's no good at all. But uh, hey, at, at this point, what more can be expected? A bit of dignity, maybe. Eh, overrated. Uh, let's continue on with this rapid-fire recap of Week 11. Skipper Bob dodged a bullet and managed to beat the Airwolf years and keep himself playoff-worthy. 
Uh, Dak Prescott had his worst outing, even worse than what Mahomes did for me, uh, with just eight Federation points. The Bills' defense even dropped a negative dime as well. Negative dime? Really? Is that what the cool kids are calling it? In that case, Airwolf got negative half dozen from the Steelers' defense. But it was really the no-show from Lamar Jackson that cost them the game. You know, uh, look, we're spending a lot of time looking at the downsides here. Let's let's be a little more positive. Mixon gave Meaty Pete and company a boost with 123 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, the Gilded Ones got a strong 30-point outing from Devontae Adams. Got 18 more from Stefan Diggs. Uh, but overall, I mean, I really think Bob got lucky this week because it could have gone really bad for him. Now that we are done peddling in the sauerkraut, let's talk about what really mattered in Week 11. JL's Bear Cooler vs. My Guy's Plan Throw Apology. We had the top two players of the week with Jonathan Taylor and Justin Herbert. Did you just say we? I mean, I, I didn't realize you had joined Vikram in running the team. Don't be in jackass. You know what I mean. Like any time you flashbags toss on a jersey and root for a team you say, we this, or we that. Even if they have never even played the sport yourself in real life. So when I say we want to give Taylor a big old smooch for his 204 total yards and 5 scores, I mean it in the same collective way. Wow. Um, okay. Well, will you be giving uh, Herbert a, uh, what did you say, a big old smooch for his 42-point performance? Paced by 382 passing yards, 3 TDs, and 90 more on the ground? Uh, and, and does this we still get used when talking about Bullock, who got zero points for the plant squad? It applies top to bottom. Uh, is that the Herbert smooching or the acceptance of lower scoring players? Speaking of lower scoring players, which is odd to say about guys who had 41 points like Eckler or Hertz with 29. Just really wrong place and time to go big. At least Jefferson's 36 led the way for all wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all those guys should be applauded. In fact, for Week 11, this game had four of the top outputs of the weekend. I mean, you can toss Rodgers in the mix as well uh, from the other game. But, I mean, I mentioned this overall because a unanimous vote came in. Johnson Taylor uh, got the Rage P Energy Drink Player of the Week. Congrats to him. He will be uh, you know, in the mix now for the end of the season award as well. All right, well, let's make some sponsors happy. Shep, take us to a break. When we come back, week 12 is on the examining table. Season's greetings. Mrs. Claus here. My better half and his army of elves are getting ready to hit the home stretch on this season's work. And while bringing joy to little boys and girls everywhere warms their hearts, the best part of this whole shebang for them is listening to pop-up film casts 12 days of pop-up. Every weekday between December 9th and Christmas Eve, Keith and Derek put smiles on elf ears and make hubby's belly jiggle like a bowl full of jelly. There will be 12 guests talking about a dozen movies from the same number of genres, each with more holiday flair than a bottomless box of fate-supplied movies full of magical reindeer poop. Seriously, whatever they feed them to make them fly really does a number on their tummies. Anywho. Make sure to check out the pop-up film costs 12 days of pop-up, starting Thursday, December 9th. And not to seem threatening, but those who don't, get put on the naughty list. I'm Mrs. Claus, I can make that happen. Sometimes getting a good night's sleep is not just hard to do, but it's no fun either. That's why the fine folks at Slumber Party Mattresses have invested the time and money to make every bedtime a better solution for somnolence. Whether you're dozing, napping, or snoozing, getting some shut-eye, or catching some Z's, Slumber Party has a scientifically enhanced mattress for you. 
Top options include the Catnapper, 40 Winks, the R.E. Emington Steel, and the Eternal Rest. The last one can be converted to line your coffin, so even in the afterlife you can sleep like there's no tomorrow. On top of that, each model is genetically modified to your specifically required repose. Never have another sleepless night and get a slumber party mattress today. Use code PFFF to receive 10% off shipping. That's code PFFF. Slumber Party Mattresses, proud sponsors of the Podfix Football Federation. And we're back. This time, a whole new week to dive into. Uh, the season finishes up with interdivisional matchups down the stretch. It, it seems a little odd that they're doing that, but uh, you know, the, the lacking worldwide division, they can do their best to try and play spoiler for most of the teams in the Florida division. Uh, three of them right now are in the playoff hunt. Or in the playoffs, one of them in the playoff hunt, I should say. Sadly, Airwolf was the first worldwide squad to represent. I, I disagree, man. I disagree. Uh, Sportsball 42 may have beaten them twice this year, but, I mean, it's 6.5 point margin of victory. I mean, that's half of what they normally do uh, in, in wins this year. Plus, it really is all about the Pittsburgh defense, as they gave up uh, a negative half dozen again this week. And, I mean, they could have, if they just, you know, posted up a zero, you know, then Airwolf would have got a, a tie as well. Wow. That is a great observation. I missed looking over Josh Allen's 38-point outing for the Tunas. A big step up from Week 11 and made up for the average output of Cook and Cup. A real game-changer that kid is. Uh, another game-changer is Saquon Barkley, but in the bad way. Um, they got no real quarterback out there right now. And uh, you'd think a running back would be, you know, picking up slack, especially, you know, one, you know, since Jason Garrett is, you know, no longer there for New York. Uh, Barkley, you know, would get a lot of carries. But his nine-point outing made Joe Mixon look like an all-pro. Uh, he had 32 this week. At least Jackson was back for Airwolf. They could still play spoiler the last few weeks. Wish I could say the same for your sad lot. I get that it was a bye week for a lot of your top talent. But outside of the nice Mac Jones pickup, your team seems to have called it a season. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping we can rally a bit down the stretch and maybe save face, but it's doubtful. Nothing has clicked the same time uh, at all, all season. Meanwhile, uh, outside of Eckler with 21 and Jalen Waddle with 28, Jail's beer cooler, I mean, they had a pretty average week. I mean, Zeke was okay with 16, but we know he can do better than this. Same for Hertz, uh, which was supposed to be a holdover for Russell Wilson injury but it looks like he's JL's better option at this point. Very true. And if Waddle keeps playing like a top 10 whiteout, it will make up for it. JL's got to be happy with his lot in this league life. Another guy liking his lot in life is our fearless leader, Self Chagrin. Ah, 100% agree with you on that one. Um, I think they need to shore up a few areas. Uh, Mike Cooper putting up another zero. Uh, you know, he's listed as questionable and then, you know, doesn't end up getting in a game. Uh, you know, you got to sit back and relax on that one a little bit and wait. But uh, honestly, you know, also Sal was working on uh, getting the Turduckens done and probably forgot all about any roster switches. But, like, who really needs wideouts when Fournette kicks in the door waving the 4-4? The Fighting Liams need them. 12 points combined from the two starters and the wild card player. Add in tight end Kittle and that's 14 total. They got 13 from the Tampa defense and 19 from their kicker Nick Folk. 
Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers did his expected, but uh, after that, only the kicker and defense made any ripples. Uh, part of the reason it was the highest margin of victory in the league this season. Um, the other part was his 162 points is the fifth highest in the league all year. That's down from the 179 they hung on rocket surgery the last time they played. And and this was really all while uh, TB12 had his worst game of the season. Let's close it out with the most impactful game of the week, the Florida's beating the plant professor. This was a worry going into these interdivisional games again down the stretch where plant thropology has struggled against the Florida division. And this loss was costly for them as well. Uh, it knocked them out of number one overall, putting the does in that spot instead. I mean, we can cover that impact a bit more when we recap standings. Overall, though, I mean, it was the drop-off from uh, Herbert and Taylor from Week 11 that really stands out. I mean, 27 points from your quarterback, 19 uh, from a player of the year qualifier in Taylor. It's not horrible, but after last week's dominance, it really sticks out. Lowest total of the week, even less than Papa. On the other side, the now number one rated Cretans are far from stable. Prescott bounced back with 27 points. They will need that to stay consistent if they really want to win. Also, by week issues are officially a thing of the past for Skipper Bob's crew. Not to mention he has your boys next week. Plants has the unknown entity known as Sportsball 42. Okay, there we go. Two weeks of recap, rapidly rehashed for your receptors. Now let's take a quick break. We'll come back with standings, awards, and uh, some projections. Do you love plants? Don't be silly. Of course you do. You might just not know it yet. I'm Vikram Baliga, the host of the Planthropology Podcast, the show where we dive into the lives and careers of some really cool plant people. Join me each episode as I chat with students, scientists, and professionals in the natural sciences and figure out what keeps them coming back for more. We'll explore their work, the ways they got into their fields, why they love plants and nature so much, and why you should love those things too. Planthropology is laid back and conversational and will keep you laughing and engaged whether you're a scientist or not. Follow along for this adventure into the sciences and keep being really cool plant people. Is your get up and go in need of a reason to get up and, well, go? Then put a spring in your step and feel the burn that will fuel you on with Rage P Energy Drink. A lavatory, I mean laboratory, created 100% GMO elixir, sure to push you over the hump and possibly even the edge. Either way, the Rage P provides all the extra energy you need to make that late night streaming binge, gaming marathon, or daydream trip a blur. Try any of our five signature flavors. Liger, loin, lemon, snozberry blast, snow cone, asparagus, and of course, original... Rage P Energy Drink is a proud sponsor of the Podfix Football Federation. Rage P, when it comes to energy drinks, we're number one. All right, back again. Let's wrap this up nice and tight. Uh, first, let's look at divisional standings. Planthropology sits atop the worldwide, and even with the loss, they sit at eight and four overall. Airwolf is firmly lodged in its second. It's not rocket surgery in third, and Pop-up is, well, it, we're, we're pop-up. Uh, the Florida Division. There's a lot of flux down the stretch. It could still be. I mean, with these interdivisional games, you never know what's going to happen. The Central Floridas and the Chagrins are tied for first. Jail's a step behind. Uh, basically, thinks that tie he had with Sportsball 42 earlier in the year. Uh, and those guys, 
are one game behind them in last place. Overall, if the playoffs started today, the Florida division dominates. Central Floridas are number one overall, plant throw apology slid to second which is not a good spot right now with a hot chagrin team waiting for them. Finally, JL's Beer Cooler is currently the fourth seed. Okay, now on to the Rage P Energy Drink Player of the Year for Week 12. Uh, two weeks in a row, it's one solid standout performance well ahead of everyone else. This time it's Leonard Fournette, 100 yards rushing, 31 receiving, 4 overall touchdowns. Uh, it gets him 44 total points uh, in the Federation. Congratulations to him on being the Week 12 Player of the Week, and he's officially in the hunt for the Rage P Player of the Year. All right, on to predictions. Uh, every game this week has a chance for implications on the playoffs. Are we not recapping our picks? Kev, if, if you really saw our records, there's there's really no need to recap those. I mean, the only person we're doing better than is Tofo for an armchair, and his picks are horrible. And they're in real games. Fair enough. Least impactful of the week is where we will start and work up. Selvin the Chagrins are in his zone right now, and since it's Airwolf and not Top Gun, this weekend shouldn't be the danger zone. All right, even if the Airwolf years could bring the Blue Thunder, it still wouldn't help much. Uh, I'm going to take Salv as well in this one. What was that Blue Thunder thing? Is that a football reference I am missing? No, you, you don't get that. I mean, you mentioned Top Gun. I, I mentioned Blue Thunder. I mean, it was an 80s helicopter movie. Never heard of it. Next up is the Beer Coolers versus It's Not Rocket Surgery. JL needs wins to stay in the hunt for the last playoff slot. I don't see much trouble this week. Right. Rocket Surgery is kind of stuck figuring out how it all went wrong. Uh, I know that feeling all so well. Uh, I don't even—I don't see even the return of Matt Stafford to the starting lineup changing much of that. Plus, McCaffrey is done for the season. JL gets the nod from me too on this. Moving on to Pop-Up versus the Floridas. Uh, with the fight for number one, uh, really as tight as it is, Skipper Bob did not pull the short straw in matchups. His only real issue is going to be the Kamara injury status at this point, uh, you know, going down the stretch these last few weeks. I, I don't see how we're going to be much of an obstacle for him. I agree. And we misspoke earlier. Adams is on bye week for Bob, but even that shouldn't change the outcome. Guild for me. All right, last game of the week could have the most impact. It is uh, the plant professor. Uh, he's, you know, he's clearing the number two slot by winning the worldwide division, but sports ball needs a win to stay in the playoff picture on the Florida side of the whole thing. Um, I don't see how SB42's lackadaisical approach to the game uh, can be anything more than a setback for him uh, down down the stretch of this. I mean, this is where it gets really serious. I'm going to take uh, the plant apology team. As will I. No chance we lose this big game. All right, well, there you have it, Podfix Nation. Another Piff Weekly is in the can and thus in your ears. Tune in again next Thursday for our very next episode. Best way to ensure you keep up to speed with all the goings on and whatnot is to subscribe to Podfix Presence and then wait with anticipation to see how it all shakes out. All right, for Shep, Kevin, the whole Podfix Nation, I'm Keith Gollin. Until next week, God bless you, and may your mustache grow like brushwood. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network. 
artist owned and loved.